Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's explanations with Dr. Doe. You're going to be episode 43. Okay. What's up? I was going to ask, why did you pick me? Because <laughs> I don't have a love life. <laughs> no, actually, that had nothing to do with it. I hope that you were getting laid. I choose everyone based on whether or not they are able to talk to me. Like, I enjoy having conversations with them. Okay. I typically have certain people mapped out for certain episodes. And then with things where I haven't put people, then it's finding who is available. So I didn't specifically think about Melanie and go, masturbation. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Just at least so that it's like not on people's minds. Like the two things are thought of together. <laughs> Every time I see Melanie, she's masturbating. Oh my God, that would be terrific. Right? <laughs> Are you recording all of that? Perfect. Oh, geez. We can lean that in. <laughs> this is episode 43 of this Explanations podcast. Melanie, I'm so glad you're here to talk with me about masturbation. Glad to be here. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. So this podcast is really free-flowing. We can talk about masturbation and then any tangential thing that comes up. Okay. Are you excited? Totally. Me too. Uh, shout out. Do you know any accents, by the way? Accents? Yeah. I'm not good at any. No. None that would not be terribly offensive. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Joanna and Donna Flint are the bosses for this episode. They are some of our special Patreon supporters on patreon.com slash explanations podcast. So yay, celebrating them. Woo-hoo. They're so cool. Masturbation. Let's talk. Okay. What are your thoughts? I like it. Me I too. Mean, <laughs> it's one of the small pleasures in life, I think. I mean, really, right? Portable. It's great. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it is portable. Portable whether you have accessories or not even. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> I agree. Maybe one of life's largest pleasures. I remember being in college and telling people, that I loved two things so much. One was masturbating and the other was giving head. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I like a lot more things than that. But I mean. Oh, tell me, tell me. What are what are some of the things that you love about life? Um, I really like just being outside, like sunshine. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if it was sunny all the time, I probably wouldn't need masturbation. Really? Yeah. Do you know the verb apricate? No. And so on my Twitter profile, it says favorite verbs. And I think I have play, apricate, and learn listed. Mm-hmm. Apricate means to bask in the sunlight. Oh, yeah. That's my thing. Right on. I like that one. I will remember that. Apricate. It works well for you. You're a farmer. Yeah. I much prefer to farm when it's sunny than when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I get a lot of sunburns, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. So have you started for this season farming? Mm, not really. No, I haven't. It's been a very long winter, and it just started getting warm. Mm-hmm. So, it's so beautiful today. Oh I know. Goodness. And today it just like the sun bloomed. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it did. Because before this it was... Raining and raining, and then it was raining, and then it was snowing, and then it was raining. 
So it's great. I ate a spinach salad and tomato soup on my porch. I can't wait for tomatoes, like real tomatoes. Mm. They're great. So good. Savory. This has just become the food porn channel. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, too, on the subject of gardening, I did an interview with my grandmother who's about to turn 80. And we were talking about how we imagined our sex lives to, well, how I imagined my sex life to be in the future. I think it was with her that I had this conversation and I said orgasming in the garden or something along those lines of this idea of having nature all around me, beautiful flowers and getting in there with the soil, but then also having a very natural experience with my body. I would love to do that, except that all of my neighbors can see my garden and I am not a not an exhibitionist. You're not. <laughs> no. So that will not happen. Are you a screamer? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I can be. Does that not feel like a form of exhibitionism? No, because I'm in the house usually. Oh. <laughs> so no one so else. not that loud of a screamer. Oh, God. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I let out some the blood neighbors curdling cries the other day. Although, I mean, my neighbors are pretty far away. Yeah, that's true. You're you're spread out there. <laughs> but there's a theory about moaning and noise making during sex that you are essentially letting other people know you're having this great time and that they should come and be a part of it. Huh. That's not how I feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you feel? Uh, noise making is uncontrollable. It's just something that happens, but it's I have – having children mm-hmm. means that sometimes you can't. And uh, so I have learned to – well, recently it's been harder to because I don't have to anymore. So I've kind of forgotten how to control that. But I've had to control it a lot in the past, especially with thin walls and sharing a wall with another – with a child in the mm-hmm. next room. It's not – no, no noise. So it seems uncontrollable, but you're able to manage it. And now your kids are grown up and out of the house, and you can go back to letting it all go. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. Get the screaming. Do you moan when you masturbate as much as you do when you're having intercourse? Not as much, but I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am learning that as a trick with age and time to, to realize that if I provide that auditory sensation for myself that the orgasm will be so much better. Yeah, it is. If you can let go and just, you know, it's like when they say if you make noise when you're punching something or doing something that's really exert, like a lot of exertion, Mm -hmm. that it helps the, like your strength more. Yeah. Tennis players. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same thing. You make a little noise (laughs) and things Happen better. Pound <laughs> that orgasm out. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I'm now going to make so much noise the next time. I'm going to grunt <laughs> like a tennis player and Good see what you. happens. <laughs> like, <laughs> how far can I get that ball to go? Oh, that could mean a couple of things. <laughs> um, okay, so what else do you want to tell me about masturbation? Do you have anything in mind? Do you want me to just ask you questions? Ask me questions. Ask you questions. Um, best time of day? I prefer them, like, just before bed. I feel like it helps me sleep. Yeah. Getting a good orgasm just before sleep, that really helps. This is so exciting. This episode is so exciting. Really. <laughs> oh, I love talking about this 
Okay. Um, so that's time of day. Mm-hmm. But have you ever had a morning or midday orgasm? Or oh, yeah. come the uh, masturbation session? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. So I know that a lot of times men have, I don't know what you call it, like a like a, a nap boner. I feel like yeah, I get morning that. morning wood. Or just like the yeah. middle of the day. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a thing. You just it get is. really relaxed and then suddenly you're like, huh, I got time, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so cool. <laughs> no. I got time, I'm going to do some self-care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't generally, but if I do have time for a nap, I generally have time for that too. That's awesome. Okay, what do you call it? Uh, I don't call it anything i don't know do you call do you use the word masturbation i'm gonna go masturbate well i i don't generally tell people so Ah. yeah no i don't really have a word for it it's not a thing that i really i don't talk about generally like this is the most i've ever talked about this (gasps) melanie i feel so honored (laughs) and excited for you does it feel liberating a little bit yeah or <laughs> anxiety no, provoking? No, it isn't actually. I'm generally a very private person when mm-hmm. it comes to sex. So talking about it out loud with someone who isn't my partner is really weird for me. Well, you're doing <laughs> a great job. Thank you. I'm impressed. <laughs> Let's see. I think I refer to it as getting myself off or I'll say masturbate or um, take care of myself. I don't use a lot of euphemisms like people will say rubbing one out or jacking off or jilling or et cetera. I, yeah. It's not really my style. That doesn't really – it doesn't feel right to like – yeah. I mean I could see jacking off feels like a very masculine thing. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really work for me. So Could you say jilling off? That just sounds silly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. Janing off? <laughs> oh, I, Yeah. I was at a conference this last week in Tennessee, and um, one of the workshop facilitators had people listing off all the euphemisms for masturbation. And I kept thinking, yeah, none of these are just touching yourself. Yeah. 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 Mutual masturbation is fun. Mm. When, you know, you just don't really want to put all of that energy out. (laughs) Climbing on top. Right. (laughs) You're like... How about we just take care of ourselves together? It's it's a lot easier sometimes when you're like had a long day and you're like I love you, but I just don't want to yeah put out all that energy for you right now. But I still want to come. <laughs> I think it's excellent. So here's a question that I've wondered over the years of just talking about different sexual behaviors when I bring up mutual masturbation. Mm-hmm. I know that for me, I'm meaning soul master, like one person is touching themselves and the other person is touching themselves individually. Mm-hmm. But I think that the term can also refer to when people touch each other. Okay. Yeah. Do you think we should distinguish it somehow? Or what does like it mean to you? Like a different term? Um, Sounds like for you, you mean the first definition. Right. Um, the other one is, sounds like... I guess it's it's the same thing, the same word. I don't know. Giving each other hand jobs. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. Helping hand. Helping hands. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a. 
a lot of work, but aren't you doing the same things? You're just trading off. Like their hand is doing your job and your hand is doing their job. The point for me personally is I don't want to have to communicate. I just want to get off. (laughs) If, If I have to say a little to the left or a little to the right or a little softer or whatever... That kind of defeats the purpose. (laughs) (laughs) You just want to relax and know what you're doing. Exactly. I know what I want. Let me just do it. Yeah, autopilot. (laughs) I like it. It's so good. It's probably one of my favorite things, too. Do you remember the first time that you mutually masturbated? Mm, Do you know how old I am? It's been a long time. (laughs) Yeah, but for some, I don't know, maybe it was a very impressionable experience. I don't, actually. I feel like it's just it's just part of the game. So do you feel like you had permission to do that? Because I think there can be a big production around it of, oh, I don't want this other person to see me masturbating because, one, I'm ashamed of masturbating, and, two, I, I don't want a witness to that. Oh, actually, I think you just brought up a, a memory. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Yeah, actually, I did feel like that. I felt like I didn't want someone to watch. Um, yeah, it felt a little bit too private, Mm. even though, I mean, when you're having sex, all of the private is out in the open. Right. So, but I don't know why it feels that way sometimes, or it did. Because society tells us it should. True. Not our society. We're sex positive. We're going to change the world. Right. But (laughs) little kids Mm -hmm. can, I've known little kids that got punished for that, even though, I mean, it's just a natural part of your body and it's like something that your body wants but I've known little kids that got punished for for masturbating I did not though I remember the very first time that I realized what it was wow yeah I was told to go in my room that is a private thing and go do it by yourself so you were redirected but you're saying Mm -hmm. people you know have actually been punished like there's some sort of yeah like this is bad don't do that like smacked oh, your hand or that kind of no, thing. No, don't do that. No, it's they're little babies. They don't know any better. They're doing what their body's telling them to do. So <laughs> as a parent, what would you say to a kiddo? Um, the same. If if I saw them doing that and it was a place that society says is not appropriate, like on the couch, like mm-hmm. I was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could you go do that in your room? That's a private thing. You do that by yourself in your bedroom. Um we don't do that in in the living room or in public where there's other people around right now. Let's let's just take that to the bedroom. <laughs> oh, good mom. It's I mean, I actually had to have that conversation and it was uh, awkward because you're like I don't want my child to end up doing this somewhere that it's really inappropriate mm-hmm. and also talking to a 3-year-old about sex is not, you know, it's not what you really want to do first thing in the morning. Right? But <laughs> You did it. That's but, great. Yeah, it's 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 much better to get that out of the way and just handle it and say, please go over here, do that by yourself. That's a that's a by yourself thing. But then I guess that also makes it so that, oh God, what is the right thing to say? Because that probably is that was what I was told. And that's why it felt a little bit shameful to like let someone else see. Oh, because you were told to right. do it by yourself. You don't, yeah. Oh my God. Is this a therapy session? This is like a therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Although I'm glad to hear that it feels therapeutic. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any messaging I got. I 
I can remember in high school, we had this volunteer work that everyone in the school had to do. And I was assigned cleaning up the dining hall. So my school is kind of like Hogwarts and you eat it's these elaborate tables, tables <laughs> sit down meals. And um, something about setting up the tables, I was assigned with, I think, four guys. And I can remember we're, we're laying things out and masturbation comes up and three of them say they do. And one of them said he hasn't yet. And then I, I don't think I knew whether or not I had or I had, but... In my mind, there was a very specific way to masturbate that rubbing on pillows and cushions or touching externally wasn't actually masturbating because in my mind, the vagina was the um, the equivalent to a penis. And so if you were going to masturbate with a penis, you stroke it. And if you're going to masturbate as a someone who has a vagina, then you have to put something in there. Mm-hmm. And I... <sighs> Somehow this conversation came up with my father and he gave me permission to just like, yeah, everyone can do that and it's okay. And if you choose to or you don't, whatever, float your boat, essentially. (laughs) I was like, cool. Uh, And then now over time, having more conversations with different relatives or people in my childhood, I have learned that I started much earlier than that, just more external Mm -hmm. play. Yeah, that's generally what I prefer anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> not, not of course, of course. I think some people like internal stimulation, but the homologous tissue to a penis is actually the clitoris. Mm-hmm. And so stimulating that is what's going to feel really good. And I have uh, seen, you know, the the diagram of all of the places where the clitoris actually goes. And it's not just the little... Oh, yes. Not just the little nubby guy, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's all good, right? Like mm-hmm. that whole region is basically sensitive. Oh, yeah. And it's funny how I feel like it seems like men get the better end of the bargain because it's like they've got a tool right there. And it seems really easy to just like mess with and play with that thing. And you ah, know what's yes. going to do. And, you know, ours is hidden and sort of not quite as what is the word I'm looking accessible? for? That's the one. Not quite as accessible. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I can't. I can't masturbate standing up. Men can do that. How? 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 <laughs> can we make that sexter credit for everyone? <laughs> if you can stand or whatever position would be upright for you, figure out how to masturbate. I mean, sitting, sure. But like, actually, you can do it sitting. Yeah. I, think I don't so. think I can do it sitting. Uh, maybe when I was in college and I like needed, I was falling asleep in a class and I needed to wake myself back up. I would go to the bathroom and sit down on the toilet and masturbate a little. But I, I don't think I could orgasm from right. a sitting position. But like in the shower, no way. Like that's too like standing up, no way. Uh uh-uh. uh You have clit lock. What does that mean? That means that your orgasm comes from a very specific position that you're you're locked in to a certain clitoral stimulation or whatever you're locked into a certain sexual stimulation actually i think that that could be a thing because if i have too much well too much what's too much if i have a lot of sex with a partner then there can be too much of that i know oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) have you ever not been able to walk yes Yes. okay (laughs) fair point um but if I have a lot of that, mm-hmm. then 
I can't come for masturbating. And if I masturbate a lot, I can't come with a partner afterwards. Oh. It feels like it's just a different type of orgasm maybe. I don't know. Oh, so you're – this is not about a quota. This is about conditioning. Yes. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels strange because you're conditioned to have orgasms with a partner. Mm-hmm. That pattern has been established and then you try to go and have orgasms through masturbation and it's and it a different... just doesn't work anymore. It's like I can get up to a certain point and then it just drops off and I can't get there. It's really frustrating. It's quite frustrating. <laughs> it sounds like the experience that a lot of clients I've had who are either pre-orgasmic as in they haven't had orgasms or are anorgasmic have where they, they'll masturbate and then get to this wall. Everybody talks about that wall, right, that they can't get past. Mm -hmm. But it only – it. I don't generally have that problem, but I have that problem in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like it because <laughs> I would like to be able to do both at any time. <laughs> do you masturbate at all during sex? Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's not really uh, the same thing because I'm not really trying to get myself off usually. It's just supplemental. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> so good. So good. Okay. So back to Clitlock. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that that was a thing, but it makes sense. Now you know. Mm -hmm. You're saying not standing, not shower. You can masturbate sitting. Can you orgasm sitting? I think so. Yeah. <sighs> Haven't tried it in a while. Should do that. Yeah. All these assignments. <laughs> I Mine is pretty regimented, like... Uh, lying down on my back, right hand, usually my ring finger and middle finger at like a, mm, 2 o'clock to 7 o'clock okay. diagonal. Hmm. And then really fast and then relaxed and then some padding and then take 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 it home. Right. Yeah, so then we go. I would say maybe 10 minutes. But it can be super fast, and I rarely go longer than that unless I'm having serial orgasms, so more than one. Those are fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it probably takes me between one if it's just, I guess, pending. Okay. You know, I've been thinking about it a lot or watched a really good movie or something. <laughs> one, one minute? One minute. Okay. Just get on in there and done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, it can take like 10 minutes. Most I would say that that is more more often the case. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever raced someone? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. In college, I would get I would so horny, lose. and I didn't want to just masturbate by myself. So if I was having a sleepover, th these were with guys. If I was sleeping in a friend's, a guy friend's house and we were in the same bed, he would just stay over on his side and I would stay on my side. But we would race. Oh, my gosh. No, I've never raced. That's... Put it on your list. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, homework assignment number three. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fun. And I had um, a friend who raced me. This was later. This was when I was in my doctoral program. And I had always been told, guys have this long refractory period. Once they orgasm, they will not be able to come again until they go through... Mm -hmm. Essentially a whole cycle of arousal again where they, the penis goes down, they resolve and then come back up through excitement and plateau. Um, but he got two orgasms in by the time that I got my first. And I was, what, 23 at the time? 
good job guy. Yeah. So I should have definitely beat him at that race and he schooled me. Wow. He's like riding a Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, fun times. So you haven't raced. No. You're going to try it sitting, maybe standing. Well, I mean, I could try. I'm pretty sure after all these years, I'm pretty sure I know that that's not going to happen. I mean, I guess saying those words means it probably never will. No, that is not true. You have plenty of years. I guess so. (laughs) And isn't that part of sexual enhancement, trying new things? Like I... I remember hearing about people who could orgasm when they were climbing the playground furniture, oh, playground equipment at uh-huh. their schools. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's so cool that you can just orgasm from clenching your thighs. I could do that when I was a kid. Yeah. We'll see. Well, but I oh, it's different. Anyway, I made it a goal <laughs> and I I did it. And I read about people who were able to orgasm through fantasy alone and I made it a goal and I did it. You get it just has to be a goal, an ambition, and then it, you'll achieve it. You can do anything. I had a friend who could orgasm by having her nipples sucked. There you go. <laughs> I wish that was a thing for me. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds easy. Was it everyone who sucked her nipples or just certain people? Was it a her? It was a her. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Because maybe the artistry was the person sucking. Ooh. Not necessarily the yeah, nipples, maybe but interview her boyfriend and be like so what were you doing (laughs) yeah wow okay so nipple play thighs fantasies what other masturbation variables have you thought of uh toys yeah toys what do you think about toys um i like them (laughs) (laughs) i don't really i i i prefer something small and vibrating even though that can cause um, like numbness after mm-hmm. a while, too mm-hmm. much too much is no good. But just to get started, it's good. It's a good starter. Yeah, that'll get you ahead <laughs> in your one minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a lawnmower. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Pull that string. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so you you are talking about like a magic bullet. Um, something like that. Yeah. Um, I had, um, it was just, I don't know, maybe five inches long Mm -hmm. little, um, you know, phallic shaped vibrator that did, had the different, um, different patterns. Mm -hmm. Um, and I used that one till the battery melted in it and I couldn't (laughs) use it anymore. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah. It got old. So Um, you need more? (laughs) <laughs> I have more, Melanie. I have so many vibrators. You gave me one for New Year's. <gasps> Good job, me. <laughs> what, is, what was it? It was a little heart-shaped um, oh, little yeah, vibrator yeah, yeah. guy. It wasn't. It was not an insertable. It was That's an external. Right. And it's so soft. Mm-hmm. The pink one. Yeah. It's yeah. It's humpable. Is... It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Um, waterproof? Yes. Is that what you just said? What did you just I say? I said humpable. 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 <laughs> nice. Okay. And it's waterproof? Yes. Try that in the shower, I guess. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's great. No, I really like that one. Um, I didn't use it. I just gave it to you new. But, um. <laughs> yes, it was still in the package. <laughs> I, 
remember seeing it and thinking, yeah, I just want that like mons stimulation of mm-hmm. the, the fatty tissue where the pubic hair grows and not necessarily anything that goes into the mucous membrane areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, it works quite well. <laughs> Good. Yay. 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 Any other toys? It's all I've got right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's all I really need. I mean, you're born with toys. They're on your hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Eh, that's that's my favorite. It's my favorite. It's my my right hand. It's a good toy, good friend. Have you masturbated with your left ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like I know my right hand better than my left hand or something. I don't know. It doesn't work as well. I I I mean, I've heard the thing where guys say they'll masturbate with their left hand it feels like somebody different mm-hmm. it's it, it's kind of like that yeah it's not the same yeah mm-hmm. i'm working on it it's one of my goals so that masturbation workshop i was telling you about mm-hmm. they had people set goals for themselves and one of mine was to orgasm from masturbating with my left hand and so my routine now is i will put my right hand under my butt because i'm lying down on my back like mm-hmm quarantine it or whatever like you have to stay there you are not allowed to participate and then use my left hand for at least 70 percent interesting i feel like i've done something like that before tried that mm-hmm. but it doesn't yeah it never worked it hasn't worked yet i mean if you really want to come though you'll I take left use over my nothing. other hand i have two hands uh, yeah, why it's true <laughs> why why bother I just I want to be able to. I don't want, want to, to be, be an so quick locked. Yeah, masturbator. Yeah. Or there's um, Joseph Kramer is a sexological body worker, and he puts out all of these DVDs that help people with, you know, anal massage and couples massage and vulva massage, uh, lots of massage videos, mm-hmm. but also masturbation. And there's this one where the the gentleman with the penis is jumping around on the couch cushions. Mm. He's leaping over them while he's yanking on his dick. And I just think that that's so exciting. And I would love to have that kind of like masturbation spontaneity. That visual sounds very much like a circus. (laughs) (laughs) It's the greatest show. Yeah. I'm just trampolining around with my dick in my hand. It sounds great, actually. <laughs> yeah. Cirque du Soleil's sexual show. Don't they have one? They do. They have a sexual-oriented one. They do? I've never heard of that. Maybe it's humanity. Do you know Callie, third person in the room? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next question. Do you want to ask me questions? No. <laughs> <laughs> Such a long pause. I had to think if I had to, if I had any questions. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever talked to someone else about their masturbation experiences? Um, no, not really. Ooh. Uh-uh. Um, let's see. How often do you masturbate, Lindsay? Mm, maybe once a week. Not very often. Yeah, not, I'm less than that for me. I think I... There were probably times where I was doing it daily, um, maybe when I wasn't regularly partnered. Mm-hmm. Um, now I am having an absurd amount of sex, the kind where I have to watch <laughs> whether or not I can walk. And so the idea of masturbating sounds exhausting to me. 
Yeah, but I, I can see that. It's still important. Um, when I go on trips, right? I just did um, Knoxville, Tennessee, and before that, Boston, and before that, Memphis, et cetera. Like, I go to schools, and mm-hmm. I talk about sex all day and think about sex and don't have another outlet. So then, yeah, it's all about me in the hotel and masturbating. Right. To the Food Network. <laughs> <laughs> Which is masturbation in itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I probably do twice a month. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I mean, there are times when I think about it and it's just not a practical time. Yeah. Which is really disappointing. Sometimes I'm like, man, I really wish I had a place to go right now, but I'm at work. Oh. <laughs> See, if you could quit unlock, then you could go in the bathroom and you could sit on the toilet or stand in the stall and rub one out. I thought you didn't like that phrase. Well, I mean, I don't use it for myself. But <laughs> like, I'll happily describe your masturbation that way. I see. I see. Um, yeah, I suppose. But at the same time, it just feels really, I don't know. I wouldn't want anyone to know. And I, I don't know. It just feels weird. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. You'll come out of the stall with a glow and a little bit of sweat. Yeah, and like, whew, man, it's hot in that bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. Back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would improve the workplace. I might enjoy be it. Be happier. Better. Yeah. <laughs> I have not masturbated at work, I don't think. Well, home office, definitely. Well, home office is just home. It doesn't count. Well, but working, though, during during work, I used to write a lot of courses on sexuality, and they involved images and language that was so arousing. And so I would just mm. fantasize, yeah. basically, and get off from the fantasy, not necessarily touching myself. Yes. I have done similar, not yeah. while researching or writing papers, but... <laughs> <laughs> You've never masturbated to like um stay awake while you're reading assignments or in traffic. <laughs> in traffic. <laughs> Going down the highway. You look like you're singing your favorite song, but really you're just screaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, no, not in traffic, no. Um Highway? No. Really? Huh. Okay, let's add that to your list too. Oh, Goodness, do you really want me to get in an accident? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Don't do it if you're going to get in an accident. Okay. Um, but, yeah, probably reading. I mean, I when I was 16, 17, I was really into romance novels. And ah. There were some good romance novels. I can't remember what any of them were, but a couple of them had Fabio on the front. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what any of them were called. My, me and my friend would swap, swap them back and forth. Be like, read this one. So that was a thing that happened. See, that's like legal porn. It is. And it's, I mean, because they're not actually technically showing you anything. They're just telling you. Uh-huh. And it's not Describing. Fair. It's, yeah. You know, honestly, it's kind of better sometimes than actual porn. Like reading, reading something that is suggestive, for me personally, it gets me off more than watching. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. But I think that other groups of people really enjoy the visualization. True. Not the reading. And so I wish that it was socially acceptable for them to have that material. Oh, I see what as you're well. saying. Because I I have a really hard time reading and I would probably be on the more visual side. And I think that 
if you're just looking at gendered research, Mm -hmm. it shows that what we're calling males are more inclined to get off with visual stimulation. More masculine brain. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And so we have all this access to erotic literature, all these romance novels. People are reading them when they're in middle school, high school, et cetera. Fifty Shades of Porn. Exactly. (laughs) And porn is way more accessible, but they're not legally permitted to have it until they're 18. True. Yeah. Oh, I remember masturbating in the library when I was a little kid one time, when I was in probably third grade. Whoa, Melanie, whoa. I know. Well, there was a little, um, in my library, at my elementary school, (laughs) I could tell you which one it is, but I'm not going (laughs) to. There was a little extra room off to the side in the very back of of the library. It was probably like a five by five room and the walls were were surrounded by bookshelves and they were all science. They were, it was amazing. Science, human sexuality, um, like biology, like all that good stuff that they were, I don't know, hiding in the corner for some reason. Interesting. But I remember pulling off one of the books. It was human sexuality and I started reading it and it excited me when I was in third grade. I'm like, this is amazing. What? Yeah. And specifically the section that I was reading was talking about like those, the words in the book have been burned into my brain since that time. They were talking about how the penis fits direct. Like the reason that sex is good is because the penis and the vagina are made for each other and they are specifically shaped to each other. And I was like, Ooh, that's amazing. And I i mean, I'd already masturbated. So I was like, I can't wait. This sounds great. Wow. <laughs> Freud is so wrong. <laughs> so Freud has this theory about um, development where he talks about us going through different psychosexual stages. And you must have been, what, eight then? I was probably seven. I was young, seven six eight, or yeah. seven. I don't know. Well, yeah. Little. That is considered the timing of the latency stage where things sexual aren't or... sexual. Oh no, I was I was totally playing house with my dad with like this little kid that was in the neighborhood and yeah, I was definitely not latent. <laughs> it was terrible. I mean, if if I was my own kid, I'd be like, what do I do with her? <laughs> wow. I was a terrible child. No, I was No, not. you weren't a terrible child. You were a totally normal child. I was a totally normal child. For it is Freud is the odd one, yeah. not you. Yeah, he, he was wrong. He was definitely wrong. <laughs> On quite a few things, but I still appreciate his imagination to a degree. There are some things that he should have just shut up about, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was a psychology major to begin with, and I did not appreciate a lot of the things that he said. Yeah, no, that's fair. I wonder if people are going to think about us like that when we've passed They're going to look back and be like, gosh, Lindsay got so much wrong. What was her problem? She should have just shut up. Probably. But a lot of the things that you say are, you know, they have experiential backup. People experience these things and say, yeah, you're right. So, I mean, who is experiencing, I don't know, the Oedipus complex? Like all of the the ladies that came in and and were just so repressed. Mm Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with, like, wanting this and that or, like, what their mothers did to them. It was just because the society sucked. 
They were told they weren't supposed to like that stuff. So, I mean, yeah, that's how it works. When you think that what you're doing is horrible and you're not supposed to like it. I touched myself and it felt good and I'm going to hell now. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) It is. And there are so many tools to prevent it. All those garments and chastity belts and spiked cock rings was awful. Spiked cock rings. I'm glad we're not there. And circumcision. You know, that's the main reason that circumcision became so popular is because people were removing the foreskin of penises to make it more difficult for them to masturbate. Hmm. That sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. It does suck a lot. (laughs) They say it's for cleanliness, but gee whiz, just wash yourself. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Yes, please. Okay, on that note, this is, well, not at all. This is not related. Maybe. Mm, Everything in sex is. Let's do kegels. Main squeeze. Please it good. Let's do right now? Yes. Okay. I'll lead them. Or you can lead them if you want. Do you have a certain way that you do them? Um, No, because I don't do them very often because I always forget. If you listen to the Sexplanations podcast, we do them every week. Oh, good. You start then. (laughs) (laughs) We do it like tennis. I'll do a kegel and send the imaginary ping pong out of my vagina over to you. And then you can kegel back. And we'll just like make these noises that are going to empower our vaginas. Um, We've done them in lots of different ways. We've done like elevators and flutter kicks and letters of the alphabet. You can choose. (laughs) It's totally up to you. Um, How do you do them when you've done them? I don't think about it much. I just do it. You just, like, clench, relax, clench, relax. Yeah. It's usually when I'm on the computer. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just sitting there. I have to get my exercise in somehow. That's great. (laughs) I'm impressed. Okay, well, then I'll count eight up, and then I'll count eight down. And for every number... Just clench and then relax and clench and relax. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Counting down. Eight, seven, six, Five, four, three, two, one. Beautiful. Right? (laughs) And I could orgasm from that alone. I have to be careful. That's like, do the kegel, but not the orgasm. (laughs) Very important. The last thing we do on this Explanations podcast is give homework. Now you can practice at home. Dr. Doe gives you sex which we've kind of been doing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you want to add? Um, let's see. Maybe trying to masturbate to porn. Oh, yeah. Because that's something that is fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we have 10 variables, right? We have standing, shower, sitting, 
non-dominant hand, mm-hmm. porn. That's five. That's five. That's not ten. That's not ten. We can come up with ten. Ten. Okay. Um, toy. With a partner. Mutual masturbation. Mutual masturbation. That's seven. Uh, to do with, well, assuming that it's all women listening, what I doubt it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say with penetration or without. Yeah, but even people who don't have vaginas, which you might be thinking of for penetration, have mm-hmm. mouths and anuses and ears. Because I freaking love Q-tips. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, so some sort of penetration is eight. But COA, don't put Q-tips in your ears, people. I know. You're part of that <laughs> camp. I just, uh, n- no, I'm going to do it because I freaking love it. <laughs> okay, two more. Uh... Outside in your garden. In the garden. Which I'm not going to do, but other people might. You're not? I'm not. You could get up there in like some sort of raspberry bush with privacy. My raspberry bushes are sticks right now. Um, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's a problem. Um, well, some sort of outdoor environment mm-hmm. that won't be offensive. If there's a beach around, find a beach. That's fun. Yeah. Done that before. Not my garden, though. Mm, sand. Towels. Towels. Okay, good. Good. All right. We need the tenth. What's the tenth one? Um, in the bath. Okay. In the bath. Because that's generally laying down, and I could do that. Good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. And then if you squirt, it's all, <laughs> it's all over you. Yeah. Now it's on your neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get up in there with your body. Love yourself and your body fluids. It's going to be so great. Oh, I know. One more question before I say thank you and goodbye. Um, What do you masturbate to? What is going through your head at the time? Generally, I'm not thinking about anything. I am just exploring my body. I don't really fantasize about anything while I masturbate. It's usually just... Does this feel good? How can I make this feel better? I like it. <laughs> I remember Loveline. Did you listen to Loveline? Yeah, with, with Dr. Drew. Yeah. Adam Carolla? No, with Dr. Ruth. Oh, that was different. What was I thinking of? The one on MTV. Oh, yeah. That one came later. Yeah. The original one that was on the radio. Uh-uh. And I think that it was during that show I heard people telling one of the listeners that they needed to or that they could fantasize about themselves as their own lover mm-hmm. and so that's how I got started but when I'm masturbating it's not that conscious I'm not saying oh yeah look at your boobs and you're so soft it's more of that kind of mechanical this feels good I need to do this more I'm going to relax now because I'm tired right yeah it's uh, an exploration that's how I feel about it Mm, that's beautiful that's so good (laughs) thank you Melanie for being on this explanations podcast you're welcome thanks for talking to me yeah masturbation 101 first time first time well not the first time masturbating no 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 (laughs) but you know first time to try new things and first time to have conversations outside of intimate relationships it's cool yeah it is I feel honored thank you Thanks for listening to me, too. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, thanks to Callie from Cinema Studios for sound engineering and Complexly for production. 
and Count Boogie for the jingles, and Cora Amparo, I'm Still Learning. Mm-hmm.